of Worship, your source for commentary and discussion on worship, theology, and culture. I'm your host, Dr. Jonathan Michael Jones. Hello, and welcome to the Act of Worship podcast. This is Dr. Jonathan Michael Jones, continuing this series called The Psalm Project, in which I am setting all 150 psalms to music, and uh, we have come now to Psalm 13. It seems like it's been much longer than that, but here we are at Psalm 13, and then we will also do Psalm 14 this week, and so um, these are... Uh, 13, I'm doing that today. I'm going to focus on that. 13 is a lament psalm. It's a lamenting psalm. Um, and it's expressed, uh, from the perspective of an individual, namely David. And, uh, as I've mentioned before, and I will mention several times after this, not all psalms were written by David, but so far we've had psalms written by David and about half of the book of Psalms, maybe a little more, uh, was penned by David. And so <clears throat> this is a psalm that comes from the perspective of David, and the situation of distress is not clearly defined here, but it's obvious that he is in distress. But since it's not defined, this allows multiple applications of Psalm 13. If enemy, which you will see in this psalm when David speaks of his enemy, and he does often, he speaks of his enemy, he curses his enemy, he calls uh, God to deal with his enemy justly. Um, If enemy is taken literally, then warfare could be in view here because David, a king, uh, often found himself in battle and at war. And so that could be in view here. Or he may be ill or even near death. And you'll see that in verse 3. I'll read this, but it says, Consider and answer me, O Lord my God. Light up my eyes, lest I sleep the sleep of death. And so that could be in view here. Whatever the case, David is lamenting, is in a place of distress. So let's look at Psalm 13. I have set Psalm 13 and 14 in minor keys because of their content. And we're going to go over that. So let's look at Psalm 13. Uh, My commentary is not going to be very long, so you'll get to hear that and then hear the psalm immediately afterwards. And so uh, not much here. It's a very simple psalm, six verses in our English translations. Um, He starts with, How long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? I want to read you something from Psalm 6.3. We've already covered this, but... David um, also asks a similar question in Psalm 6.3. He says, My soul also is greatly troubled, but you, O Lord, how long? And so the psalmist here, David, boldly asks how long God will permit his suffering to continue, and he desperately seeks relief from the only one who's able to get it, uh, to give it, from God. And so throughout this psalm, he says, how long? Verse 1, he begins with how long. He says how long again in verse 1. He says it four times. And this fourfold repetition expresses his anguish. In other words, it's worth repeating. How long, O Lord? How long will you forget me? How long will you hide your, your face from me? How long will you take counsel in my soul? 
Let's read through all six verses, and then we're going to break this down a little bit. So this is Psalm 13, beginning with verse 1. How long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I take counsel in my soul and have sorrow in my heart all the day? How long shall my enemy be exalted over me? Consider and answer me, O Lord my God. Light up my eyes, lest I sleep the sleep of death. Lest my enemies say I have prevailed over him. Lest my foes rejoice because I am shaken. But I have trusted in your steadfast love. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me. So that is the entire psalm. And you automatically see that even though this is a lamenting psalm, Uh, This is similar to many other laments in the book of Psalms. The focus is still on God. It is on his glory and eventually calls to remembrance what he has done for the psalmist. And and David here ends saying, I've trusted in your steadfast love. I will rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord. So even though he's lamenting, (laughs) he brings his focus back to where it needs to be, to the Lord. So he begins with this fourfold question of how long. Will you forget me forever? Now, obviously, God does not forget. And I know automatically people's minds will go to, well, yeah, but it says he remembers our sins no more. He he casts them as far as the east is from the west. There is a difference in forgetting and remembering no longer. God is sovereign. He does not forget. He chooses not to remember. Now, that is beyond our capability. People say, forgive and forget. If it's in our brains, if it is etched in our minds, it's there. And so forgetting is impossible for us, or not remembering is impossible. Yeah, we can forget, but not remembering is impossible for us. It's not for God. He chooses not to remember. So this is um, obviously a metaphor. This is... um, Um, not figurative language, David is not, he does not believe truly that God forgets him, (laughs) but the way he feels at that moment, it does seem like it. God, will you forget me forever? Will you hide your face from me? And then he goes on and he laments. He talks about death. And then he says in verse five, I've trusted in your steadfast love. This is a covenant term. Specifically, gracious devotion, the love by which God has bound himself to his people. David, as an Israelite, certainly understood that. Then he says, my heart shall rejoice, in verse 5, my heart shall rejoice in your salvation. Contrast that with verse 4. Lest my enemies say I prevailed over him, lest my foes rejoice, because I am shaken. The enemy rejoices in the fall, the death of the psalmist. But the psalmist here rejoices in God and in his salvation. So even though this is is a lament, David brings the focus to where it needs to be and reminds himself and reminds us as readers that God has never forsaken us even though we may feel like that. And and you you see here, David, that's the way he felt at the beginning of the psalm. 
But then he refocuses at the end. I will sing to the Lord. I've trusted in your steadfast love. And may that be, even though we have times of lament in our own lives, may we always return to that focus and remember the works of the Lord. So here is Psalm 13, set to music. May your heart worship through this. Thank you for listening today to the Act of Worship podcast. This is Dr. Jonathan Michael Jones. My songs to Him I